we've never done this before. Ooh, okay. um, uh, really, in this sort of co- like, Amelia's made a ton of podcasts before. Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, actually. So we thought we'd give it a go. See how it down. Yeah, podcasts are the new big thing, aren't they? That's what they tell me. I don't know. I thought the podcast was the old thing. I guess no, it's hot again. It's old we're, thing. we're all about the retro news. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that now they're sort of like turning thirty, started listening to podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. Like I even remember in New York, they spoke about podcasts ten years ago. So you're probably wondering, who are you? <laughs> uh, so I'm Jen Bain. I'm the product manager at Artfinder. And I'm Jonas Allengren. I'm the CEO of Artfinder. What What is Artfinder? So Artfinder is the art marketplace. Our sellers um, are independent artists all over the world. The only rule is that there's no reproductions, uh, no reprints, uh, no posters. It's all original, handmade, signed art. Welcome to episode three, where our ACD James Hurst chats with Jen and Jonas about honesty. Guys, you know, stop being so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Teamwork. That it's okay to have an opinion and everyone should have an opinion because there's... It's just as valuable as anyone else's. Secret AI bots. She knows what you want, even when you don't know what you want. Oh, also, Rodders and I call lead designer Charlie in our San Francisco studio. Charlie? Charlie? Hey! Hey! I think it was after we had the very first session at your offices, actually, and you said something really powerful to me, which was, um, God, this is like team building. This feels like a team building exercise, not a branding exercise. Everybody in the team has has to input into what the brand is because the you know the input that the um, support team have, you know, is invaluable when we think about how do we actually need to talk about Artfinder and the engineers as well and the marketing team and PR. I think we all have our own individual and equally you know valuable input. And branding just doesn't come from one. And, and everyone is, is facing different challenges trying to explain what Artfinder is about. I think the language that we were using was confusing ourselves. Uh, and of course, branding, part of branding is also to align everyone's thinking about art, even within our team. I think it was really important for us to realize that the brand is not something you just use to communicate to people outside a company, but also something you can uh, excite everyone within the company and build sort of a, a, a sense of uh, power and, and focus moving forward within the company as well. Mm. Yeah, so you went in one day, and Artfinder looked like something. You had a logo, and then, you know, we were sort of presenting these alternatives. How, like, that can be very uncomfortable for people. What was that feeling for you? I think for me it was really exciting. You know, our sort of visual identity has always been very weak, um, but I think our ambition has always been strong and to be able to you know meet with you guys and then see you know sort of visual manifestations of how our brand could look was hugely exciting because they were as confident as our ambition has always been i mean i think this is one of the the usual challenges with anything visual that it's very easy to have an opinion Mm -hmm. so of course everyone has an opinion so on the one hand it's very easy to agree at a sort of high level statement and we can all get really excited around that but once you take that and try to implement it the more detail you put into it the more people will have diverse opinions again based on their background or what they like or what they don't like whether it's the font or the color or, or so it's then much harder to keep it all together but because we had this higher level vision I think we could always bring the debate back up and sort of say, okay, does it reflect this? I was surprised at first how 
how much the team was so you know uniformly agreed on one option and then basically quickly not rejected the other option but you know we're basically immediately had our hearts on you know one route and that really uh, surprised me actually how we were all sort of together on that um I mean, of course, when, you know, we then went down that route and started to look at different, alter- you know, alternatives within that vision, there was a lot more differences of opinion. But I think, you know, the, f- the first kind of stage was really um, exciting, you know. We were all kind of, I remember after you guys left the office, we were so pumped and, you know, talking <laughs> about you know, these, like, red dots everywhere. Um, yeah, it was so exciting, yeah. And we had, yeah, so because um, we had the dip I remember mm. we came and we did a presentation in the room like it's not like we presented it and then a few days later we got the feedback in the room you just tore it to pieces I mean there was like an atmosphere it was palpable I think you know yeah. I think only because after the very first presentation I think everybody's reactions we were just like jumping around so excited and then after the second presentation it was a bit more a bit more hushed I think you just set the bar really high with the first presentation <laughs> and then you just have to live up to your own reputation. I was very conscious throughout the whole process of is this a way, you know, that we should be uh, sort of acting towards you? Like, is this normal that we are... Because I think we were very blunt at times, you know, when we were talking through, you know, a few of your ideas. And I sort of, you know, felt a bit sort of awkward at times. Like, should, I mean, this is like a trem- tremendous amount of work and it was great, but some of the feedback was quite blunt from some of the members <laughs> of the team. And I was like, guys, you know, stop being so rude. <laughs> you know, I didn't know if that was like normal for you, Do you, if you normally had that kind of, you know, feedback from your, you know, from other clients. But I think it definitely, you know, helped us get somewhere that everybody was happy with. Yeah, I think... Yeah, personally, I think that rudeness is really important, and and I don't think we ever perceived it as being rude. You know, I think that the only reason why people could say what they said is because there was a lot of trust in the room, and I think that that's the really important thing. I don't think anything was said with malice, or it was said um, aggressively, or anything like that. I think it was just people. uh, People are committed to the Art Finder brand and really believe in it, and people felt like they could trust us enough to be really open and honest Mm. with us. So. We always would rather welcome that conversation than people feel like they're in a situation where they can't say what they want to say mm. and, you know, they're sort of being railroaded. It was a really unique environment, I think, for me to be in because we've never really had that before at Artfinder. Um, and I think since then, I've definitely felt much more comfortable in having those sort of company-wide debates, you know. So since, you know, we've been working on uh, redeveloping the website according to the new guidelines we've had you know I've had much much more input from everybody in the team and I think it's everybody's been really confident in you know voicing their opinions whether they're good or bad <laughs> and I think uh, and I think uh, it, it, it did establish that it's okay to have an opinion yeah, and yeah. everyone should have an opinion and everyone should be confident in their opinion because there's is just as valuable as anyone else's yeah um, well, it's created an atmosphere of open debate uh, because you came in and, and allowed or, or everyone felt comfortable with your team and in that way everyone felt comfortable having these kind of discussions. And I think where we've got to now is basically not, although we went through many, many iterations, I think we're still, you know, that sort of boldness and strength of that very first proposition is still there. With all this talk of opinions, I wanted to call Charlie, the lead designer on the project, to get his thoughts. Of course, he's in San Francisco at the moment, so Rodas and I had to set up a Google Hangout. Oh, that was on me. No, no, go ahead. He still can't hear us.
Can you hear us? He can't hear us. The internet was fairly bad that day. Charlie? Yeah, they talked about, you know, how like in the first presentation, they were all like really, really excited. And then the second presentation mustn't have hit the markers in as well, but they were all really open about it. And it was kind of like, this... yeah, that was kind of interesting. Actually, they, they, um, they constantly kept surprising us, I think, because, you know, we went in their first presentation, expecting them to go one way. And then they completely went for this kind of like more extreme route, um, which was uh, which was great. It was one of those perfect um, collaborations where the client kind of makes you do better work and more interesting work. So um, yeah, they were really good at that. Oh, I also wanted to see if you knew anything more about Emma. Okay. Oh, they were talking about Emma. Emma, what's that? Finally, the mysterious Artfinder AI bot Emma is going to be revealed. Hello, I'm here. Am I the only one hoping that it's a her-style situation? Well, I take it from your tone that you're challenging me. Maybe because you're curious how I work? Do you want to know how I work? How much you are able to or want to uh, <laughs> uh, talk about the AI bot? Yeah, so we, we uh, are just sort of beta testing um, Emma, which is our AI curator, if you want, um, using technology actually used by the police to identify facial recognition on CCTV coverage. So we thought if you can recognize people, hopefully you can also recognize art that is similar in some aspect. Um, and we just launched it and it fits perfectly into this new brand because it's all about a new way of discovering art and a new, much more visual way to browse art. Emma like understands your taste. She understands everything about you. She knows what you want, even when you don't know what you want. And if you combine that, <laughs> so, you, you, so Emma launches you onto the site from anything you want. So either an artwork on the site that you want to find more like, or an artwork you see in a museum, or even a picture you like, maybe a picture of a sunset. If you just address it to Artfinder Emma, so at Artfinder Emma, and then you attach an image to your tweet, Artfinder Emma will respond uh, and provide you a link as well. We'd respond with four images that match or that somehow are inspired by the image you tweet um, and then we'll give you a link to hundreds of other images inspired by that. That's so cool. Has she tweeted back to you? Um, Emma is staying silent so far but maybe she's... It's, what, a, it's a picture of my friend's you... dog um, <laughs> that I have uploaded. Okay. She's come back already! Oh. Hey, James. I found these artworks inspired by your tweet. Head to Artfinder to see more. What do you got? Whoa. Okay, that's Emily. <laughs> 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 Clearly she knows a lot about that. <laughs> Emma must have been going through my search history. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, but that's <laughs> Thanks to the team at Artfinder for being so awesome both as clients and as podcast guests. Thanks to James Hurst for asking the questions and letting me use his music as our podcast theme song. And of course, Charlie out in San Francisco. Thanks, Charlie. No worries. Um, well, uh, can we make this weekly catch-up call, please, Amelia? You've got a dog. That's way more fun. going to see our dog. Alice? Yes? <gasps> Alice, who's this? Hello, who's that? <gasps> Hi! <laughs> Hello! <laughs>
we would get nothing done.